I've already talked about each original Avenger, their strengths, their weaknesses, their struggles, and how they've witnessed horrors and had overcome many odds, even when they were at odds with themselves. From the concepts of selfishness and selflessness with Tony Stark and Steve Rogers, emphasising what it's like to have a massive ego with Thor and Hulk, with Bruce Banner struggling with identity, and finally the sense of belonging with Clint Barton and Natasha Romanoff. In the MCU, they were heroes, the Avengers. But here, with you and me, they're just people struggling along like the rest of us, and being the best versions of themselves. But have you ever wondered why there were six Infinity Stones and six original Avengers? This is a theory in itself, and I thought it would be interesting to share it with you. This is two takes, and this is one shot, an analysis of the Avengers and the Infinity Stones. The Infinity Stones seem to commandeer the franchise with this importance placed on what they can do once they're all together, with only minor moments or secondary films, like Thor The Dark World, that actually explore its origin or what it actually does. I find it fascinating to think that there are six, and so, once all stones are placed into a weapon that the holder can wield, their powers, their strength, is unmatched. But surely we can say the same about the Avengers? Six stones and six heroes. Almost like each stone was meant to represent Avenger in some way. First off is Steve Rogers, Captain America. In this interpretive theory, the Time Stone would be emphasised by his storyline as one that mixes in and out of time. In my earlier episode about him, I described him as a man outside of time, and he quite literally is. We see him and Bucky in their own time, one going to war and another yearning to prove his worth, to be useful, to help. Steve looked out of place even then. A chance brings him to the serum to do good. He does good, but he knows he could do better. His feelings of inadequacy remain even after his procedure, where he performs like a cheerleader. And then he does better but then becomes frozen and trapped for more than 60 years, waking up to a time lost to him, the future. And we see him look around uneasily at what is around him. Time is not on his side, until at the last moment, when everything is said and done, when Thanos is defeated, when the stones are placed securely back into their respective timelines, does he decide to make time for himself. Looking back to the aspect of selflessness and selfishness, we can all agree that time escaped Steve until he had the power to wield it for himself, not for the glory in the world, but for the moments that were snatched away from him. Thor would be the space stone, the ability to warp anywhere, much like Thor on the Bifrost. It goes deeper into how Thor, being from space, travels to all of the nine realms to essentially become one with its inhabitants and to maintain peace and order. Space itself is based on what people make of it. Many people think it's full of nothing, whilst others see beyond and discover its hidden depths. Thor can be depicted in the same manner. For being more than just Odin's son, Thor waged his own path. That path was destructive, true. Then it had purpose, and the destruction ended up in Thor losing many people. Like space, it could be full of wonders, or it could be void of everything. And for Thor, he had both. Space also presents the infiniteness of it, the possibilities to which Thor finally understands, leaving the people of Asgard under the care of someone else, leaving him free to do what he wished, whatever that would be. 
Clint Barton, or Hawkeye, is like the Soul Stone. Apart from the obvious, where Natasha sacrifices herself for the Soul Stone, leaving Clint stunned and immediately saddened, Clint also has the willpower, the soul if you will, to carry on with the tasks at hand. We, the audience, don't know how deep their bond was, but from what was said in small doses, it was enough to understand it was unbreakable. This bond would be the same for his family, and being an Avenger, although for the good of mankind, was also just a job to put food on the table and keep a roof over their heads. His reasons for living were outside of his job description, but also the reason for him to keep going. He had enough reasons, enough soul, enough strength for both his family and Natasha to see things through. The Mind Stone would be Natasha. Being a Black Widow means a lot of deceit, intel, mind games and tactics to get a job done, as well as amazing physique and perhaps, given that all Black Widows were women, charm and beauty. But that's not important. The importance lies in how, like I explained in my earlier episode about her, Natasha is very good at hiding what is bothering her. Her sense of control is mind-blowing. However, even we can sometimes see a hint of conflict, which is only human. But like the stone, Natasha has perfected the art of her own mind and uses it to her advantage at every stage of being an Avenger. Tony Stark, Iron Man, would be the Power Stone. Might be pretty obvious, but there are more reasons than one. You power the franchise, that's a given, but he also had to power himself literally and metaphorically. Literally because he had to make a machine in his chest so shrapnel didn't pierce his heart. Metaphorically because in my episode about Tony, I explored the concepts of how he felt powerless in his pursuit to keep everyone, especially Pepper, safe when it came to going into outer space for the first time through a wormhole and having panic attacks and insomnia for almost two films. Tony has been through a lot, so his powerlessness turns into power and he finally uses it. Firstly for selfish reasons, to show off, but eventually, as the danger draws nearer and nearer, it becomes a selfless act until we realise he had to sacrifice himself for the betterment of everyone else. Hulk, or Bruce Banner, depending on who was in charge, would be like the reality stone. Bruce's reality has always been a warped one with his history being an unhappy one. From being beaten and belittled by his father, his mother's death, and then Bruce's accident whilst experimenting with gamma rays whilst trying to save someone, has him being hit with a lethal dose with the reality of each situation. Even his love life, which was questionable to begin with, with Natasha in the MCU, was never really what you wanted. All of those moments have merged to make his reality, and if you listen to the episode explaining this in more detail, it explains, from the comic book origins, that Bruce Banner has multiple personality disorder. And so, from the very beginning, Bruce had this warped reality that for many years he could not control. And then, we see him merged with the Green Goliath, looking happier and at peace with himself, or rather, both sides of himself. Reality is what you make it, and for Bruce, that was just what he did. Each Avenger, like a burst of energy, came together for a common goal. They worked together, coordinating and using each other's strengths in different fields to get the job done. Like a force to be reckoned with, I might add. And in this minor theory, it can be said that the Infinity Stones are like them, the Avengers. Useful, mighty in their own way, but merge them together, and you get unlimited power all set for one purpose. A gauntlet of heroes. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
If you enjoyed what was said, then please support the show from my Patreon. And if you want to know what's happening next, follow my Instagram. To know my day-to-day thoughts, follow my Twitter. And if you want to read what was said instead, then follow my blog, linked elsewhere. With your support, I can only make this better, so again, thank you from the bottom of my heart.